0: Uh, Rugby League World Cup quarterfinals this weekend. Uh, the Kiwis will play Fiji, and if they get past them, it would be a semi final against either Australia or Samoa. And the game would be in Brisbane, it would not be in Auckland. Uh, Tonga has a chance to get to a semi final in Auckland if they can get past Lebanon, and they then would play the winner of England versus Papua New Guinea, which might actually be the toughest game to pick this weekend. We'll get the thoughts from Andrew Voss, of course, Radio Sport regular, Fox Rugby League commentator. Now, Andrew, last week you said that you thought maybe, just maybe the Kiwis might be good enough to make it to a final to yeah, play good. Australia. Go on, double down.
1: Yeah, and I was thinking eh? even more so at halftime the other day. You know, yeah. the 16-2 lead on the big stage, what a great occasion it was. Now what do we do? Now, look, things have fallen into Tonga's lap as a result. I mean, I, I, I've got to be honest, I haven't given the whole consideration to um, to England's path, but they've made it tough for them, haven't they? Because England play across, all the way across to Perth to play bloody France. <laughs> and then, you know, they, if they make the semifinals, they have to go all the way across to New Zealand um, to play, and then come back... They're, England are the, you know, the travelling Wilburys of the World Cup. So whoever's playing them is obviously in a, in a in a, beneficial situation, and Tonga is now that team.
2: I'll tell you what, though. What Tonga's done is it's led to Kent in the intro and all of us saying the same thing. The sentence has become, so if the Kiwis get past Fiji, you know, straight away, yep. it's it's not just a given. No, it's not. When you looked at the Kiwis' performance in the second half, like you said, you felt they had it wrapped up. What was the most disappointing aspect of it from the New Zealand point of view? We'll talk about how great it was for Tonga after, but right now, being selfish about New Zealand, what was the most disappointing thing about their performance in the second half for you?
1: It's really hard for me to to find disappointing because um, I would think there'd be even Kiwi players that would walk off and feel good for their opponents in some in some small way. They would they would obviously feel good. For their opponents, and I, as I watched it, I was so engrossed in what Tonga was doing, I wasn't actually analyzing what was happening with New Zealand. Um, yes, they became frustrated as it went along, but it was just this, it was this wave of, uh, of the, the crowd emotion into the team performance, into the passion. it went back to the basics of rugby league: run hard, tackle hard, and if the other team is running hard, tackle hard, tackling hard, you run harder, and you tackle harder. And that is what Tonga did in the second half, with those touches of absolute brilliance. I mean, David Fusatua is a very special, gifted young footy player. We've seen it at the Warriors from time to time, and he produced it on the big day the other day. I'd I'd rather praise Tonga than say New Zealand did a whole lot wrong, but obviously the score they conceded is a problem. You can't concede that many points. Touch of the Warriors when you concede uh, the points that um, New Zealand did.
2: I, I've got to say, I thought that, yeah, there was a lot of hard tackling and hard running, but in the end, I was really impressed with Tui Lolo here, particularly his wide kicks mm. out towards that wing, uh, heading over to Watanese Lesniak, heading over towards um towards wingers out that way, and I thought to myself, you know what? He would have been super happy with that game, because that's the controlling yeah. from halves game that he always wanted to do at Mount Smart.
1: Yeah, I, I agree with that um, analysis. However, I was thinking up to half-time, you know, not, I was patting myself on the back, but I was saying, look, this is this is unfolding as I expected. They just the halves just weren't taking ownership of this performance for Tonga when they had opportunities. Um, they they weren't dominant. By the end of the game, it's not that they weren't dominant the second half, but they did their job. And, and you know, with with Tonga with all these players around them, and and you know, super subs like Murdoch, Masila coming in off the bench. I mean. They've just got to stay on top of their game. They've got they've got to be in control of every set, and if they need a good kick at the end of it, they've got to be in position for it. You know, they've got to, and I think they did that in the second half. So if they replicate that, well, Tonga can they play the final? Well, now I'm probably well, I'm jumping over the way the draw unfolds. Will they beat England? Yes, well, they would. Guess where they play the they...
0: semi-final, Andrew? If they beat Lebanon.
1: Uh, sorry. Well, guess where Tonga
0: would play the semi if they get past Lebanon
1: play in Auckland. Yeah. Well that's what I'm saying. I, I, I'm, I, based on the second half against New Zealand, and based on everything I've seen from England in this World Cup, and yeah they, they started well against France and the other day. Tonga beat England. Tonga would beat England. And and as long as Tui and Ada and do the job in the halves, you know, just do a job. Don't have to be super donna, super they dominant. Don't have to be Sean Johnson match winning plays or Jonathan Thurston like. They do their job, they will beat England.
0: We are talking some rugby league with Andrew Voss as always on a Tuesday Radio Sport. So you look at this Fijian team to play the Kiwis on Saturday yeah. night, Andrew. They've got the we know they've got the firepower and the strike weaponry in the backs. Do they have a forward pack that could trouble the Kiwis?
1: Well I'm going to say they they won't win. No, I'll clear that first of all. But I think they play. They can play a little loose. They can they could worry New Zealand. I mean, what if New Zealand have poor handling? If penalty count goes Fiji's way early, and suddenly there's two or three tries on the board, and they're chasing. I don't think Fiji's going to die wondering. You know, I think they're going to keep trying to play some football, and New Zealand yeah, could could be interesting for them at times. But I I think when you're playing these sorts of Teams, well, I suppose it'll be the same advice from last week. You've got to break their spirit in the first half and, you know, not give them a sniff. Um, well, 16-2 at half time the other day, I was thinking that was probably going to be enough, but obviously it, it it proved otherwise. But I think against Fiji, I think any sort of lead, they're going to throw it around. It's not a matter of just clicking. Um, you know, step up. There's enough, there's enough, you know, individual talent in the Fijis to, Fijians to cause some problems, but New Zealand should beat them and then... Yeah, bring on Australia, unless Samoa can pull off some sort of miracle on Friday night.
2: I'm in favour of our props not throwing cutout passes in the middle field. There, that's that's what I'm in favour of. Let's have a look at Australia versus Samoa. Gordon has texted in and he said, uh, "Lads, word is the Aussie Fords are a bit banged up, which is perfect for Samoa's chances." Mm. Um, what what have you heard about that? Um, is is that true? Is there injury through the camp or just the, just your normal wear and tear in World Cups?
1: I attended um, the Kangaroos reunion on Sunday. I was not just a former kangaroo. I was the the MC of their event on Sunday at the FCG, and all the current squad turned up. So there were certainly no absentees. Did I see any players in moon boots? No. Did I see any crutches? No. Did I see any limping? I've got to be honest. No. Did I see any black eyes? No. So if they're bruised and battered, well, that's just... I think it's just run-of-the-mill stuff. I will say this, having had a chat with Mal... He wasn't overly impressed with what Australia did on um, on Saturday night. Not, he wasn't calling it complacency. He just doesn't feel that everyone did their job as they should. And the result was nowhere near as convincing victory as was expected. So, you know, on the face of it, you know, 34-0, move on. But he wanted more out of his Australian side than what he saw on, on Saturday night. And I'm pretty sure Mal knows what his best team is. Um, They'll be ready to go. It'll be, oh, be a huge upset if somehow oh, They've been a disappointment. Their result, um, if they could turn things around on Friday night,
0: we can't have a New Zealand Australia final for the tournament. Is that no? Is that a good thing, a bad thing, or are you indifferent to that thought?
1: Well, I'm, I'm excited by it. I'm excited about how this is going to unfold. Now, I think either England or Tonga making the final um, will will be a, a great a, a great thing. But if New Zealand is the second-best nation and I'm not convinced that they're not in this World Cup, then it's disappointing for me that they can't play the final. Um, oh, I just thought that was the way New Zealand was building. Uh, but, hey, maybe New Zealand beat Australia in the semi-final. If I'm going to play them in the final, then I was going to give them a... You know, If New Zealand had to progress to the final unbeaten, there's a good chance I would have been tipping them to win the final. So if I can get back on track this week, I give them a chance to beat the Kangaroos up in Brisbane.
0: All right. Hey, thanks, Vossie. We appreciate your thoughts. We'll get to you again after the quarterfinals this weekend. So the Kangaroos play Samoa.